Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Jarek Show. My name is Javad Malik, and we are live again, as always, on a Friday afternoon, bringing you the latest and greatest security topics, but present them in a less than stellar manner. Welcome to the Funhouse. Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. And alongside me, as always, is the man. I cannot think of something funny to say, <laughs> but <laughs> with a face made for radio, it is Mr. Uh, Eric Crone. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? You're looking full on redneck trucker today with the cap, the the, the questionable facial hair, the um, don't hate the, celebrate the large bone structure. <laughs> Oh man, no, it is Friday and I am ready for this to be Friday. So I'm just uh ah, just kind of hoosawing today, man. It's been a it's been a heck of a week. Yeah. And what what was uh, interesting about this week that's got you so run down other than I suppose driving 600 miles with like, you know, a Mustang with a guy. anyway, go on. I just don't even know where you come up with this stuff, man. I really, really don't. No, it's just been uh, it's been a really busy week. There's been a bit of stuff going on, um, you know, and uh, I don't know. Uh, one thing after another, been been getting out and socializing, which is something we haven't done a lot of. <laughs> How about you? Like, I ended up going to a, like a meetup yesterday, um, and it's something that. I haven't done much of in the last couple years because of COVID. And it was actually what really kind of cool. This? Was it, it a truckers meetup or a security related? Sorry. It was security related. It was uh, kind of a, an, a, a cybersecurity uh, appreciation uh, dinner that a group put together here. Just to say thanks to other cybersecurity pros. They had it at this little bar that was a shuffleboard bar. They had... So, you know, that's the game where you push the thing with the stick and nobody sweeps in front of it. It's not like curling. Um, but uh, it was actually really cool. And it was nice to get out with other people, which, again, is something that I, I think we've maybe been missing a little bit. Javad. I don't know about you. No, definitely. Definitely. So this week I, I, I went to uh, there was a Security Unsung Heroes Award here in the uk eskenzi pr and marketing our pr agency in the yeah. uk they they arrange it fantastic event great to meet some faces who i haven't seen for a couple of years and i'm sure everyone's eyeing each other up saying you got more gray in your hair your hair's receding a bit more you've put on weight haven't you you old dog so <laughs> it's it's but it's it's fantastic to see everyone again and uh, like like you said, I think you don't actually realize how much you miss in-person meetings. And when you meet people and you're like, wow, this is actually really good. Yeah. Um, and then and there was DTX, which was another event, uh, security event in Excel, which is the same place that they have like a lot of events. Now, even Info Security Europe has moved there. Oh. And uh, that was good. It's, it's a bit like if you ordered Info Security Europe from wish.com. That's kind of what it wasn't. You know, it wasn't bad. It was just, it was just small. It wasn't as as 
in your face. It was is a bit more subdued, but it it was a decent event. It was very good. Yeah, you know, I was at uh, Info Security Europe uh, a number of years ago with IAC Squared, and I remember that was quite the uh, um, quite the conference, uh, and it was very different than here in the U.S. You know, we go to our trade shows here, and um, it, it was just it was very very different, like the the vibe. Not to mention there was beer in a lot of the the booths and stuff like that, which we don't see over here. Um, but this one was over by what was it, King George's? something i don't know there was something was, court, right? was it what was that it was 2016 2015 something like that so it's earl's court yes earl's court that's what it was yeah, yeah king, um, george, king george was i think the hotel i stayed in that's what it was it all runs together um but it was it was really kind of cool over there and and i really did like that vibe but i have missed that in-person stuff uh more than i more than i remember that I missed, you know, and I, I've done a couple of presentations, uh, in person, but these were mostly at like, not vendor conferences, but, uh, you know, things like that, not like infosec meetups, which was uh, very different. So, and I'd also like to point out before I forget, it looks like you have new hardware there. What's, what's that hanging out in front of you there? Oh, this thing. I, I thought you wouldn't notice. And, and um, I know you're, I see that you're using it wrong because you know you speak into the end of these, right? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's a prop. My real mic is just out of shot over here. This, this thing isn't even connected. Okay, let's get to the show. The stories. So, hacker so steals. can't reset it now can i no no don't mess with I don't, it did, did i not sound good enough was no you it... sounded okay you sounded so, okay i sounded okay so as long as i sound okay it doesn't matter if i'm they're just very directional so keep that in oh, mind oh oh look, oh, oh there on. you go there you go okay hacker steals 566 million worth of crypto from Binance bridge you've got to go back and listen to this again and notice the difference folks if you're listening to this live, does he not sound better with my guidance? Just throw it in the comments there. We appreciate as it. As long as I sound like Barry White, that's all I'm that's what I'm going for. I need <laughs> a right. second career. <laughs> yeah, so 566 million bucks worth of crypto from a bridge again, right? Um I I saw this story and it just it kind of hit it hit home again because we've seen this so many times where people lose so much in crypto. And I don't understand how these crypto organizations stay afloat when stuff like this happens, but it's constantly happening. And it's not that the, um, it's not that the blockchain is at fault. A lot of times it's in areas like this where they're bridging between different types of um, like Ethereum to, um, you know, Bitcoin to Monero or whatever, these bridges where they transfer like that. But $566 million, they, what they ended up doing, they stole, it was like 2 million of these, whatever um, coins or, or whatever it is that they end up doing for this. Um, and it's just not the first time we've seen this. Now, do you do anything in crypto, Javad? No. I I have a one bank account that allows me to buy some crypto. So last year I bought like five pounds, ten pounds worth of like a couple of the popular ones that they they traded in, and I just seen them lose value over time. 
a bit like how I'm seeing the pound lose value over the last few weeks. <laughs> but uh, other than that, no, I do not have confidence uh, in the, the the providers and most of all in my own ability to understand what I'm doing with crypto. So I know whatever <laughs> I throw at it, I'm going to lose. Uh, I'm better off going to Vegas and throwing a whole, you know, you know, as Wesley Snipes says, bet on black and um, on the roulette wheel and, and just see see what comes. I think I've got more chance of winning money on that than on crypto. Ironically, the only crypto I own, um, I actually got in Vegas uh, last year in January. They were pushing this uh, new type of coin. I think it was like Moon 2022 was the coin name. And uh, they had a little booth set up. And so if you go and talk to them, they gave you 20 bucks worth. And I was like, sweet. And I think it's worth about $1.52 now. Wow. Uh, so obviously that one's not doing so well. And no, it is ironic you mentioned the roulette thing, because when I gamble in Vegas, I'm not a big gambler. But what I'll do when I go to Vegas most of the time is I'll take 20 bucks, I'll drop a couple chips on roulette, one spin. And if I win, awesome. If I don't, whatever. And then I walk away. That's how I keep myself from being stupid in Vegas. Well, that at least a, with gambling. That's a good tip. I think that's uh, that's quite a sensible tip. It's um, Or you could do like what I do and just don't even do the 20 bucks on gambling and just <laughs> avoid it altogether. Uh, it's kind of fun. You know, it's, it's worth the 20 bucks for a few minutes of wondering if you're going to win something. Wow. Okay. So Android leaks some traffic even when always on VPN is enabled. That is quite, um, quite concerning. Yeah. yeah, that is a little bit concerning. Um, given that VPNs are something that we try to use to hide a lot of information from ourselves. Um, in this case, this is the VPNs built into Android. And when you turn on the always on VPN, it turns out that uh, it's actually dumping a lot of stuff. If you look there, uh, you can actually read it there. Data being leaked outside the VPN includes source IP, DNS lookup, HTTPS traffic, and likely all NTP traffic. That's not a little thing. <laughs> like what actually goes through the freaking VPN at that point? Yeah, this is just like, you know, some will say it's only metadata. Others will say these are the keys to your kingdom. Yeah. It, it is, um, it's, it's one of the purposes why you use um, VPNs to hide all of this kind of traffic. And it's yeah. literally like VPN providers, you have one job. And you can't even do that properly. <laughs> right. Well, in all fairness, this is Android, not necessarily Android, a yes. VPN. Yes. So it's made by Google, who might or might not be able to benefit from all of the information that could be getting leaked right out of the freaking always on VPN here. Yes, yes. So so what do we do about this, Javad? My suggestion is use like another VPN if you're going to VPN stuff like PIA, private internet access, or, uh, you know, one of those other sorts of providers don't rely on the always on and the, on the Android there. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's good. I thought I was worried there. You were going to say the advice here is buy an iPhone, um, because <laughs> it won't leak it like Android, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would say, why do I want to pay an extra thousand bucks on a phone just so that, It'll protect my IP address when I log on to Facebook and give them all my information anyway. That's true. That's true. But for a nominal fee, or you know what? These days, it's even easy enough to set these things up at home 
for your own VPN going back well, home. Then, then, hold hold on, hold on. Let, 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 just, let me just stop you there, yeah? And I think you made a very critical error there of, of talking like a, a tech head. And you say <laughs> these things are relatively simple to set up at home. They are. No, they are not. Ask someone who doesn't work in technology um, to even set up a printer. No, that's, you know, you're right. You're right. They are relatively easy. A lot of the routers these days have it built in right there. You just turn it on. And I mean, yeah. but yeah, it's not like something that, that my grandparents or something are going to do. But no, forget your grandparents. I think even some of your truck driver friends would not be able to do that. I think it it's true. You're, you're on a roll here today with that, aren't you? You just can't get past that, can you? I can't. No, sorry. <laughs> here. Now, do I look oh, like something that... better? <laughs> that's even better. In, in a second, you're going to pull out your chewing tobacco. But, <laughs> but, but I think this, this this is a, a challenge. Like just uh, the other, uh, just last night, my daughter was doing some homework and she said, do you know how to make a graph in Excel? And at first I thought she was being sarcastic about something. Like, because like as, as kids do when they're teens, they, they sort of like try to trip you up or try to make you sound, feel like an old person. And I was like, what kind of graph? Uh, and I thought it was a setup to a joke. And she goes, no, I've got these values here and I've got these these things here and I need to make a graph. And I said, what kind? She goes, a line. I said, okay. And I was like, and in my mind, I was thinking, this is so easy. You just select it and you say, even, Excel even suggests a graph for you. But it's her first time using Excel or in that manner. So it's, you know, we we it's very easy, I think, to... Uh, assume that people know stuff or they should know stuff because it is simple and i, I i'm not having a go at you eric you know i i would never oh, never I, I have i have an the utmost respect for the truckers union without them so many goods would not get delivered <laughs> but look yeah i think <laughs> telling people that vpns are easy to set up and it's built into your router or or your the 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 device that your your provider gave you where you people don't even know how to change the default password on it or connect to it and do it in the in in the most cases uh i just think that so i'm not disagreeing with you that it's in the big scheme of things compared to how things were like 10 10 odd years ago it's right. easier to do this but we need as as a as an industry that produces stuff like tech, the tech sector, they need to create better frictionless tools so that these things are turned on by default or when they are turned on, they work as they're intended to. And you don't expect people to SSH into stuff or, you know, configure ports and, and what have you, where, you know, even the best ad admins make mistake in doing that. So what hope do we have for the average public? You know, I, I might or might not agree with you on that because I stopped listening to you a minute ago and I just started noticing that you have a diffused white light over your right shoulder and a blue light over your left shoulder. Huh, that looks somewhat familiar. Where might that idea have come from? I have no idea what you're talking about. If you think that you somehow influence my life choices, my design choices, I also uh -huh. have some some greenery in the back over there. Wait, wait. There. Oh, oh, you have a little plant as well. Wow. It is such a cute little cactus thing, man. Anyways, okay, we, we should probably 
Man, we are really, really off topicing today, man. What's going on with that? Okay. Facebook login details at risk as Meta identifies over 400 malicious apps. What is um, new in that? Oh, by <laughs> the way, Beth is the new editor at Info Security Magazine. She, Eleanor Dalloway was there for like 15 years. She done a yeah, fantastic she was awesome. Job. And Beth is new. She, and I met her at the uh, Unsung Hero Awards a couple of nights ago. And so I said, so you're the new Eleanor. She goes, well, maybe I'm just the new Beth. <laughs> it's a <laughs> she, lovely person. So um, awesome. looking forward to, uh, to to seeing more good stuff. from Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. On this. Meta has identified over 400 malicious Android and iOS apps that target people in order to steal their Facebook login information. Wow. Yep. That's a lot. It um, is. And the important thing to understand here is. These are all in legitimate stores. So like where we always say, you know, don't don't sideload stuff, don't download stuff from unknown sources, you know, like drop stuff on your phone. You have no idea. This tells you just how prolific it is out there in legitimate stores to be able to download malicious stuff, both from the Android side and from the iPhone side. You know, everyone just blindly trust that what they get off of these uh, stores is going to be secure. And unfortunately it's not. It is. It is. And and I'm just looking through the list of, of these things like photo editors, including those that claim yeah. to allow you to turn yourself into a cartoon oh, VPNs. Yeah. From Ebony here Four hundred. I'm surprised. Yeah. Every, that's what everyone thinks is that they think they're vetting these things. They think that they're checking them out and that they're good. But ultimately, in the grand scheme, it turns out that a lot of times they're not. Yeah. And 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 the problem with a lot of these apps is when you download them, they, they'll start asking for permissions. Like, in order for this app to work it needs access to your calendar your your contacts your yeah. your 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 messages it's uh, a flashlight app i know exactly <laughs> exactly but yeah. for the convenience or just to try out people do click yes 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 and and go through with it and and then when you start reading it oftentimes you're like oh this can manage your account on your behalf it can post tweets as you and it can read your dms and it becomes quite scary when you start reading it. But again, most people, we, we're just so blind to that now. We just click, 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 click. And we just want to get that thing working. Yeah, we do. And we give up so many um, so many rights to things without even realizing, I think, a lot of times what it means. Now, a couple of years ago, I, I actually wrote a blog article on something here. I was at a car dealership uh, having my car worked on. Um, it was a local... Wow. Uh, a local dealership here. And I went to connect to the Wi-Fi because I wanted to do a little work. Right. And it was like, okay, we'll sign on to the Wi-Fi. And it gave me a couple of options. And one of them was to provide my email address. And that was in tiny little print. But the other one was sign in with Twitter, sign in with Facebook. Right. And so I was like, I wonder, and I, I went ahead and did the, uh, the sign in with Twitter thing. Cause I wanted to see the permissions it was asking for were kind of what you were saying. So in order to get on the Wi-Fi there, it wanted to be able to add or remove people from your feed. It wanted to be able to, um, gosh, there was like so many different things that it, it basically had control over your account at that point in time. 
I mean, it could post on your behalf or it could tweet on your behalf, but it could also, like I said, remove people from your Twitter feed or add people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy just to get on the Wi-Fi here. Yet if I just give them my email address, I didn't have to do all that. But people look at these buttons now and they go, oh, that's simple. And they just skim the thing. They're like, whatever, and, and say next. That can be really dangerous. It can. Uh it's just, you know, it's it's unbelievable. And you were getting your truck worked on at that time as a truck dealership, was it? This was a BMW dealership, my friend, Ooh, where I was having my Dodge worked on, but only because I bought it there. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to go down that road. So anyway, speaking of like um, the these apps, there was a story uh, we just saw about um, an app trying to get hold of uh, oh, hold on. What's this say? I really think uh, this is one of the reasons I get spam text now because people are using these bogus apps. I don't use my cell number for apps and websites. I blame my friends with these silly apps. Yep. Amen, Ebony. You know, because yep. they give them access to their contacts. And, Ebony, and if you're a contact. You just need better friends in your life. That's that's the answer there. <laughs> Honestly, my quality of life has gone down so much ever since Eric came into it. Um, so you just need better quality of life. Um, you, you, know. lie. you lie. You lie. Don't lie. Don't Dude, lie. I had to teach you how to use your microphone today. So let's not even get into that. Oh, oh man. Anyways. You know, anyway, there's this. Uh, speaking of malicious apps, there's another app about uh, Android. Danny, can we yeah. get the, the, the WhatsApp story on screen? Yep. Cool. Okay. So <laughs> now you're making up an assistant. Is that what you're doing? Oh, Lord have mercy. Official <laughs> uh, WhatsApp, Andrew. <laughs> Folks, I don't know what they slipped in his coffee today, but uh, I apologize for him. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's not agreeing with you about having better friends, Joanne. No, she is indeed. All so, right. uh, there's an unofficial WhatsApp Android app, which is caught stealing users' accounts. And I think that's not surprising when you see it's an unofficial app. Um, and it's like, it's called Yo WhatsApp has been found stealing access keys for user accounts. Uh, it looks and works exactly the, the same. Right, but and, it gives uh, some extra features, I think. It has and, some extra features. Yeah, and that's what suckers people in. That's right. But, you know, when you're using something like WhatsApp, I guess for some people it's just a, a chat app, right, like anything else. Um, yep. But for some people we like it because it's supposed to be end-to-end -end encrypted. There's supposed to be some more security behind it than a lot of your typical chat apps. So I guess it depends on why you're using it, whether or not you'd be tempted into using some untrusted third party that allows you whatever it allows you extra whatever it allows you extra yeah no there's always that hook um there is it it's kind of like that bait and switch like download this unofficial youtube viewer and it allows you to download and save the videos as well when people are like cool but then you're giving them access to your google account or your youtube account in in the process yeah. so there are lots of these and you know it it's very tempting and there are I, I see loads of these apps out there there's loads of these websites out there which is like oh you want to rip a, a video from twitter or youtube or you want to embed stuff from one thing to another mm -hmm. and uh people just fall for them and and yeah they, they there's a lot of like 
drive by drive by download type activity that occurs um, through these websites and apps. And uh, yeah, I think just stick to the facts. I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh oh, Lloyd's. Lloyd's of London. Now, Lloyd's of London, uh, famous, I think, uh, from a few weeks ago when they announced that they are going to stop ensuring cyber attacks from a nation state, I think. those Something along those lines. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they cut off, they shut down their network last week because something untoward was happening. They said nothing. They, they, they just said it was a precautionary measure. It wasn't a nation state, so even if it, so if they needed to claim insurance on themselves, they would have paid they themselves. <laughs> they could, <laughs> but uh, but you know they said that uh, they they saw some unusual activity, but um, there was nothing they found in the logs after an investigation. Um, you know they 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 led specialist teams. Uh, the uh, the investigation has concluded that no evidence of any compromise was found and hmm. this is such a carefully worded sentence and i think there's tinkersec on twitter he summed it up really well because in lay terms a burglar came in and stole everything <laughs> but the place had no security cameras so an article is written that says no security tapes were discovered showing any evidence <laughs> of a burglary. Beautifully I, said. Beautifully that's said. Just genius. That's yeah. just genius. Yeah. You know, in the beginning of that, um, it said, is it Putin? Is it the Norks? What is a Nork, man? What What is that? That's got to be a British thing. Um, you don't want to know. This is a PG show. We should not say that. Yes. Is that, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I'll let you, uh, you Brits, hold on to whatever it is. Yes, I will. Yeah. I will. So thank you very much, Eric. Thank you to our viewer, Ebony. Thank you for being such a big part of the show today. Uh, hope to see you again sometime. And, uh, you know, if you want to come on and take Eric's place, I'm more than happy with that as well. You, this thing would never air if it wasn't for me. Who sets this up? Who does all the hard work? You just show up like a minute or two before and then mess with all the backgrounds here. And this is a problem how? <laughs> well, just know if you're trying to replace me, you're going to have to get somebody to do all that too. So it, it's like you're, you're expecting like the talent to show up early and do everything and... Um... Spell it. Okay, here is the story again. Yeah, up on the top there. <laughs> okay, on so, that note, well, we hey, shall... Before you go, Javad. Oh, sorry, I've run out of time. I've got to go. You've got to go. Everyone's got to go. So we shall see you again, hopefully next week, on The Jarrett Show. Take care, everyone. <laughs>